Hello awesome people, I hope you're having an awesome day. As you've probably seen from the title, um, we'll be talking about addiction, rela- relapse, recovery, and um, specifically about eating disorders. So trigger warnings, um, this episode contains mentions and references of addiction, relapse, and eating disorders. Hi, so today I'm here with Bracca and we're going to talk about um, eating disorders and addiction, especially in teens. So um, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, okay. Um, my name is Bracca Getz, I could say that, right? <laughs> and um, I, I, I'm, I'm the author of 40 children's books for really young children. And, and my one very candid memoir about overcoming food addictions eating disordered behavior um, during my teen years and how how I finally nourished my starving soul. That's basically the process. It's candid in the way that I actually took my diary entries, my journal entries and my letters home. I compiled them into a book because I usually write very short books. This book, is the only book I wrote for adults and teens because it's it's kind of a case study. It goes through, you can watch me developing the food addictions and then healing kind of as the book progresses. And I'd say that by putting the book together is what helped me understand how I was able to heal. Yeah, and um, I've gone to your website and I find your books really cool and really amazing. So how big of a role do you think um, reading and writing have been to you um, in your journey? Beautiful question. It gave me a way to express myself. So helpful. So grateful I am that I had that ability. And I think I'm going to discuss hopefully later creativity and giving to others, it's such an important part of healing. So I, I think that's what you're doing now too with this podcast. I got, I have to say, I listened to a bunch of your amazing episodes and I can't get over 13 years old, how articulate you are and the brilliance that comes across and how you are helping so many people at this age, what a teen can do in this world, it's infinite. And you're the proof. It's it's just thank wonderful. Um, thank you. Um, so I've been fighting like addiction a while ago and two different kinds. So what would you say um, would help a teen um, struggling through addiction? Yeah, well, for me, what helped me was I felt very lost in life. I felt like the world turned gray when I became a teen. It had colors as a child, and then everything got drained into grayness. It was like, I don't, you know, I didn't know what happened. Like, so basically I was searching for years as a teen. And the more desperate my search got, the more my behaviors became more and more bizarre behaviors. And Everything was done in secret. From the outside, nobody knew. And that's like typical of an addiction. You're always hiding. 
And that's a very draining life too, to be always hiding. It drains one's energy to be hiding one's addiction all the time. So as my behaviors got more and more bizarre, I didn't know. But you know, in many ways, one thing I learned about mental illness, and um, you know, when I was studying at Harvard, I, 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 I was studying, well, that's just interesting too, because I was studying addictions at Harvard and getting sicker and sicker at the same time, you know, because an intellectual understanding isn't enough, you know. To me, something was missing from my life and I didn't know what it was. So I was more and more desperately searching. And that's addictions are basically the compulsive use of something or a behavior, compulsive behavior, despite the harmful consequences. You know that you're harming yourself, but you continue to do it. There's a stronger compulsion that's getting you to do these harmful behaviors. And, and in my case, I, I couldn't stop it even knowing knowing very well intellectually that I was harming myself because the need was even more desperate than the intellectual understanding that something was missing from my life, but I didn't know what it was. Eventually, actually, you know, there's an expression in yoga, you root down to rise up by learning about my roots and about my heritage, which had been thrown away. I went back to it and I discovered ancient wisdoms, really ancient mystical wisdom that has changed my life. It, it gives me a view of life that there's an understanding now that there's a good purpose to everything and that there's um, a goodness inside of all of us too. There's that spark. There's that spark of infinite oneness inside of all of us, connecting all of us. So when I finally learned these things really as a young adult, as a very young adult, that changed my life. And I went on a whole different course because from that moment on, I was never running on empty again. So I wasn't starving really ever again. I'd have some episodes of um, binge eating or anorexic, you know, behavior, but it was never the same absolute desperation because I was never running on complete empty anymore. I understood now what brings lasting pleasure in life, like what the purpose of life is. That's what I was searching for. Yeah, and I really agree to, uh, to what you said about like um, how mental health, it's mental illness, it's really difficult to understand because um, firstly, it's different for everyone and it's not physical health and it's not um, science. It still has like a long way to go to figure out everything about mental illness. So um, I have a lot of friends who have like struggled with um, binge eating and anorexia and it's really hard for them because at this age, a lot of them wouldn't tell their parents. And personally, I don't tell my parents about everything going in my life. So what would you say um, would be the right way to do that or to reach out for help and to ask an adult for help? Mm, that's a great question. I, when I, 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 I suffered for years, torment, the torment was totally internal. 
when I, an interesting thing is that when I finally went to a psychiatrist, um, the psychiatrist was kind of able to understand that I had a deep need for spiritual understanding and that recognized that that would be a huge help to me. And I actually went that course in life. Thank God I was able to find this spiritual nourishment. And, um, you know, therapeutic intervention is essential, um, not for everybody, but for most people in order to overcome the, the torment that's going on within. Because in addition to nourishing our hungry souls, we have protective layers that have come upon us from whatever trauma a person has been through. And it's very hard to remove those layers by oneself. Usually a person needs supportive help, therapeutic intervention in order to help remove the layers in order to be able to nourish our hungry souls. And medication could be part of it for many, many people. It, it, can, it can make an enormous difference in a person's life to get the medication they need. And like you say, even though so much is, is not understood, there's a lot of experimenting with medications um, because people, they don't know which dose is the best, which medication is best for a person. All of that could be essential for people too. But in addition, we have to always be, because we are essentially spiritual beings. And that's easy to forget because we look like we're just physical beings. Yeah, I want to go back to the point of the purpose of life and how you said like the um, finding the purpose of life really helped you. Um, so what would you say is the purpose of life? Yeah, this was a, amazing. Yeah, what was that? What did you just say? Really, it's a really complicated question and a lot of people aren't able to answer that. So what would you think is the purpose of life? You know, at age 12, that question started that's when my diary started at age 12. There was like this consciousness expansion that happened at age 12. And I started, what is life all about, you know? And I would go around in my, in my book, it's called Searching for God in the Garbage, because that's what I was doing. I was searching everywhere. So I, I tried many different religions, searching everywhere, social action, environmentalism, relationships, you know, getting involved with mind expanding drugs, everything, trying these different things, you know, until I finally in my own heritage found the answers that fit inside my soul, the puzzle piece that was missing. Basically, what I was told by this great rabbi who's no longer alone, alive is, and this blew me away. The purpose of life is to experience the greatest pleasure possible. That sounds completely hedonistic and it's the exact opposite. The lasting pleasures in life are the spiritual pleasures. The pleasures that fill us up and, and, and and, and, and how do we climb this ladder? It's, it's a five rung ladder called the pleasure ladder. 
the, the lowest level are all the natural physical pleasures, the natural foods, being in nature, as you know, moving our bodies, dancing, yoga, whatever, you know, our bodies are meant to move. All those physical pleasures, they, the five levels on the pleasure ladder correspond to the five levels of the human soul. So as we uplift our bodies on this lowest, the lowest level of the soul is the part that's connected to our body. When we, when we elevate our bodies with these natural pleasures as they were designed to uplift us with pleasure, we also uplift our souls. And then the next level is love, but it's totally empowering. Every, every level on the pleasure ladder, we can bring these pleasures into our lives ourselves. It's not dependent on waiting for someone to call us and love to come into our life, especially as a team. That's one of the biggest focuses there is. It's about the de definition of love from this ancient mystical wisdom is appreciating someone, focusing on the virtues of another. So even in prison, a person could think about what a grandmother once did for them, a kindness, and be filled with a warm emotional feeling. We could bring this into our lives at any moment, filling our hearts with love. And then the next level is meaning, doing something positive and meaningful. Each level up brings more connection because when we're involved in an addiction, what we're feeling is alienation, alienation, we feel estrangement, we feel anxiety, depression, boredom. We feel cut off. So by bringing connection into our life, first by connection, connecting to a physical, natural thing in the world, connecting to a person you appreciate, giving back, doing something meaningful like like your podcast. And even higher than that, the next highest level is creativity. When we get into a zone, we don't feel like sleeping or eating. It's a zone of creating, bringing something uniquely you into the world like you're doing. This is why it's so healing. And the highest level of all is transcendence. When we transcend our limitations, when we make that first crack in a bad habit, when we expand, when we see how we're all connected, that's the ultimate connection, that, that we're all part of energy that keeps recycling. You know, the first law of thermodynamics, energy is never lost or destroyed. Our spirit energy, it keeps recycling and it keeps, we, we are all, we're all here to help each other. Yeah, and I really like my podcast, but for my podcast, I'm trying to help other people, but a big part of it is also trying to help myself because it does help me. It's like my journey to find, um, like you said, the purpose of life, because after all, after all um, the anxiety and the depression, all we're trying to really find is we all want to feel good. We all want the pleasure. So it's the same thing with addiction. And even though we know that we're harming ourselves, we still want that pleasure because it does bring like a temporary um, happiness or a feeling that we all crave. 
So um, moving on to our next topic, and it's kind of related, is I want to talk about relapse because a lot of my friends and myself included, I've like we've gone through relapse and it's really so destroying when you think you're moving forward, but then you just get to that obstacle, that roadblock, and it completely destroys you. So what do you think about that? Yes. I heard this line, which I love so much. What's the difference between a real diamond and a fake one? I don't know. Uh, a, A real diamond has flaws. That's the difference. We are human beings. We fall down all the time. We are here in this world to struggle. Now, that doesn't mean we're not here for pleasure. That's part of the pleasure. Like this, this great rabbi taught us, what is the opposite of pleasure? People, what is the opposite of pain? People think it's pleasure, but the opposite of pain, like you said, is comfort. Getting that temp- temporary release from pain, but it does not bring us pleasure in life. That's what we really want, pleasure. Pleasure, that, that lasting, growing, wonderful feeling of pleasure. And the difference is the payment that we pay to climb the, each rung on the pleasure ladder is just one thing, and that's gratitude. Gratitude fills us up. It's, gratitude is the acknowledgement that every moment in life is is filled with loving kindness. If we recognize it, if we recognize that like, um, like, like eating an orange can become a mindful spiritual experience when we recognize it's individually packaged, it's got a peel on it that keeps the juiciness in for months. It becomes bright and beautiful only when it's ready to be picked because before that it's green and it's camouflaged so we don't pick it. Inside are the seeds of infinity to go on forever and ever. Just like the mindful experience of eating an orange can uplift us, you know? We, we have this every moment with our breath, the mindful experience of appreciating our breath. We, we, we forget that we're in a garden. We just forget, and we, if we come back to recognize that we are souls here, we're, we struggle. Giving birth is painful, but it's, it's the ultimate joy. There's pain involved in our struggles. We're going to be falling down. That's how we learn to walk. Again and again, we fall down. We're, we're not perfect. We're, we're diamonds in the rough. All of us are incredible diamonds inside, and and a diamond expert, they don't call the flaws in the diamond flaws. They call them inclusions. This is all part of who we are. We wouldn't be here if we didn't have things to work on and we weren't going to have relapses and we weren't going to fall down. We're really here for this purpose to experience all of that, you know? And um, yeah, each one has our particular gifts, our particular unique struggles. Yeah, I really liked what you said about the orange because so much is not physical. Everything is really mental. And 
if we really think about it, the orange hasn't really changed. The orange is still an orange, but when we think about it in another way, the orange becomes something more. And that's the same with like relapse because um, when we uh, leave that addiction, we feel better. But when we go back to it, when we just, even if we do it once or just go a step back into the addiction, it feels so it feels like it's pulling you in because the contrast between the pleasure and the pain, it's so big and so powerful. And that's why um, addiction with like drugs, it's it's so hard to, it's it's so painful and so hard to really leave because drugs, it, it's really powerful. And even though it does harm us, it's it's really, it does feel really good when you're on them. And so, yeah, I just really, I, I agree with everything you're saying. No, yeah, it brings us that temporary comfort, a relief from the pain. But it doesn't give us that sense of empowerment, that amazing pleasure that we get from, from real life. You know, from what, what's the, oh my gosh, there's an expression like, oh yes, addiction is giving up everything for one thing. Recovery is giving up one thing for everything. You get back everything each time. But when we, when we fall down, this is the thing, to, to celebrate our victories, not to focus on the falling down. We're all gonna fall down, that's so human. But celebrate, savor, savor each moment of, 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 of gratitude. That's a victory. Each moment that we're grateful. When, when I was 12, I was saying to myself, is this all there is to life? We get up every day to go to work, to make money, to buy food, to go to work, to make money, to buy food. Who needs this? I'm not interested. And, and I just realized the other day, now I feel the purpose of life is to get up each day, to be able to go to work, to make money, to buy food, to live another day. It's the same exact life. I just realized this. I'm talking to my 12 year old self. It is that, but it's a completely different thing when I experience it with gratitude, to buy the food, to be able to experience an orange, to wake up in the morning, to feel myself breathing, to go to work and do something meaningful for the world. You know, it changes the whole perspective of the exact same, what seemed meaningless to me, now there's meaning. And that then it becomes that this world becomes filled with blessing, a whole different view. It's so hard to really understand how to view um, gratitude. And because a few days ago, I've been thinking about this and I just think about going to school and how meaningless it can seem like every day, just waking up just to go to school and to get that degree or whatever I'm going to do. And for me, I don't even know what I'm going to do when I grow up. I don't have like a job or profession in mind that I want to like pursue. So it's just like everything's really meaningless until I really found that it's not just going to school to get that degree and to go to university, but it's really going to school 
to find friends, to find lifelong friends, and to experience like childhood and um, like you, what you said, like falling down. Sometimes in school, I'll face challenges and I'll fall down, but it's getting back up and learning that skill that can help me in the future. Beautiful, a beautiful when we learn to savor the moment. This is why I also didn't know what I wanted to be. I was first I was studying to be a psychiatrist. After I graduated from Harvard, I went to medical school to be a psychiatrist. Instead, I went off on a whole different path, a spiritual career instead. And writing books for children, I feel like I can give them the skills from the beginning so we don't have to play catch up the rest of our lives. Understand what life is for. Understand that we were created to experience pleasure here. And we've gone so far away from that garden of pleasure. We... We, we, we don't experience gratitude enough and, and we could choose it in any moment. And like you said, that's it, you know? School can be the most boring thing or, oh my gosh, it's like a place to discover wisdom and knowledge and, and gain relationships and an appreciation for life. And I don't know where I'm headed, but enjoying the process, savoring the moments. It just changes everything. Yeah, because for me, sometimes I get bored in school like every other kid does. And I'm just thinking, oh, how would um, trigonometry or how would analyzing Shakespeare help me in, my, in the future? But then I think about um, the experiences I get from them. And for me, I'm really trying to focus on um, getting better at socializing and talking in front of a large group of people. So. I'm focusing on um, presentations and all that. And that's something I do in school that would help me in the future. And I really like talking to people. And that's the same for like what I'm doing right now. I'm talking to you and it's outside of school. It's something I'm doing just because I'm really enjoying this and I'm enjoying this whole experience and I'm learning from you and my other guests. And it's just really amazing. I know, and me too. I also, I heard on your podcast that you're an introvert. I'm an extreme introvert, believe it or not. I love, podcasts are perfect for me because I love one-on-one -on -one connection. So we can find just the right fit for, for who we are. It's so beautiful. The world, we, 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 we get into addictions from a sense of scarcity about life. But the truth when we lift the veils is that there's an abundance of ways to experience pleasure in this world. An abundance, there's never a scarcity when we open our eyes, you know? So it's about opening our eyes really and, and seeing all the, the wonderful ways, the wonders, the wisdom behind everything, you know, and you, I have, Thank God you were blessed with exceptional brilliance. I mean, that is so clear to me from listening to your show. So the gift that you are bringing to other people, when you, and for me too, when I help other souls to shine, that gets my soul shining. So it's an awesome way to go. Yeah. Um, thank you very much. Um, I do really enjoy podcasting and I realized 
when I um when I took the step to really find guests to join my podcast, there was like it was a huge challenge because I thought there would be um uh, fake ones or ones that didn't show up on time and ones that couldn't really talk and we didn't really have like um I was scared that we couldn't have like a nice situation so um I just really it was a huge challenge but it did really help me and I got a huge reward by um uh going through um and going through with it and trying to challenge myself awesome awesome that's that that's it it's 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 um what was the word I used, but uh, it's breaking through, you know what I mean? That's transcending, you're transcending your limitations. Whenever we do that, anytime that we make a crack in an addiction, it's that transcendence, it's like the greatest feeling. And then we relapse and we say, okay, I'm human. I'm gonna celebrate the next victory of gratitude. That's it, you know, with, with so much gratitude, I'll celebrate. The next right thing I do and, um, you know, falling down is just part of the process. We're all going to relapse. That's part of life. But we're, we're relapsing in a different place than we were yesterday. We're just different. You know, we could go way back. That happens. It's okay. It's all part of this amazing, wondrous journey. And we're, we're not here to see through each other. We're here to see each other through all of us. Everybody that connects, there's a reason that we're all, each of us connecting with each other. There's a reason a person is hearing the podcast. You know, there's all, there's a good purpose to the whole thing. It's not haphazard. This is not a world of anarchy. There's a, a fundamentally good purpose to everything ultimately that goes on. Yeah. And so I think um, this conversation about everything about wisdom and about addiction and how to um, get past eating disorders it has been really helpful. But I think this is like all the time I have for today. And so I really enjoyed um, speaking to you. And I really enjoyed how you talked about like your quotes. And I really liked the one about um, addiction. And addiction is like um, giving up everything for one thing. And recovery is like um, giving up one thing for everything. And it really makes a teen like me that's going through some problems and addiction and realizing how how little that uh, addiction could be if I could just give it up for so much more and so much my life and my a bigger meaning in life. So thank you very much for joining me today. I really enjoyed this talk. My pleasure. Thank you for all the great things you're doing. Thank you. So as usual, before we end this, I would like to remind you to please reach out for help if you need it. Please talk to a trusted adult if you're feeling down or unwell. You can also call crisis hotlines and if you're in an emergency, please call your local emergency services. Of course, you can talk to me for a chat or for some teenage advice, but I am not a tr I'm not trained and not a professional, so I would suggest talking to an adult or a professional in that area first. Please do not hesitate to seek help. Before we finish this episode, I would like to say thank you for listening and that um, you can contact me at my link tree. And if you're listening on Spotify, it is um, in my about and you can easily find it on my Instagram bio. So um, please contact me there for just any suggestions, feedback, or if you just want to chat. 
So I hope that helps. Thank you for listening. I hope you listen to my other episodes and I hope you have an awesome day. Bye.